Welcome back to FastCast. Today, Ruslong returns to talk about commercializing your innovation. This is a key aspect of being able to move from phase two, which is funded, to a phase three, which is not funded. Russ shares his impressions of other funding opportunities to take your innovation to the next level and how to build that commercial market pipeline. Hey, this is Russ Long with Long Capture and Contract Management. Today, I'm going to talk about commercialization opportunities. Those are your phase three, sole source, and other programs and opportunities out there above and beyond your SBIR phase one and two. So the reason it matters is this is your shot at some very large contracts and it's your opportunity to make a big impact. You've been developing your technology up to now and you're actually able to go and deliver your capabilities to the warfighter or to your customer. So there's two main barriers I see small businesses face with the SBIR program. The first is to get your foot in the door. Very low acceptance rates up front depending on the agency and depending on the topic round. Moving to phase two is often around a 50% acceptance rate, but the next major hurdle businesses face is moving to that phase three. And that's because you have to go out and find a new customer, you have to find a new funding source, and you're using totally different contract vehicles. So let's start with what a phase three is. So a phase three is anything that's new funding outside of that SBIR funding bucket. So it could be a sole source with a Department of Defense program office. It could be a subcontract with a large prime where you're delivering this capability you've developed. All those fit the definition of commercialization and that phase three SBIR program. Something else you need to realize is that the government places a huge emphasis on competition. However, the SBA has come out in their policy directive and said the competition requirements have been met in the phase one. So if you win that phase one, it was in a competitive environment, you have checked that box. So now you can move into a sole source contract without much trouble. The issue is that many government customers are not familiar with SBIR program. So you need to be able to educate them on the policy and that it is very simple and easy to move to a sole source. It's not like the other efforts where there's a huge amount of administration involved. Finally, what a lot of companies don't realize well, there's two big pieces companies don't realize. You can move to a phase three as soon as you win a phase one. So for my companies out there, the businesses that haven't, you know, weren't fortunate enough to make that phase two award, if you've been out there pounding the pavement and finding customers and bringing interested customers and funding to the table, you can jump directly into a sole source phase three contract. That sole source phase three contract can be for further research and development. It can be for delivery of your product to the customer. It There's no funding limitation on those phase threes or those sole source contracts. Finally, when you move to a phase three, your data rights can be further extended. So if you have done further development and testing and applications that you're adding to your technology, that kicks those IP rights down the road. So everyone knows after you close that phase two, you have four years or five years, depending on the agency, of intellectual property rights. Well, when you further develop that in the phase three, that kicks those rights down the road. So we talked a little bit about sole source. Let's jump into partnering with large primes. So many large primes have information out there of topics that they're interested in. They have small business reps. They have folks that even specialize in SBIRs. So 
reach out early and talk to them so that you can start partnering with them. Early on, they can provide you letters of interest or support to really bolster your technology and your proposal. In phase two, sometimes they're brought in as a subcontractor to help, you know, as you're learning about the federal government, they'll help support you. And then finally, it may be that your technology fits into a large $1 billion program or $500 million program. Partnering with these large primes to either license your technology or become a sub is another great opportunity. So I want to jump to a different program, and this is very much about the Department of Defense. It's called the Rapid Innovation Fund. This is like the big brother to the SBIR program. The funding cap is $3 million over 24 months. And a lot of small businesses are hesitant to jump into the RIF because it's full and open. So SBAR is just for small businesses. RIF can go to large or small. However, and these numbers may be a few years old, but the published information says 90% of the awards have gone to small business. And something else you need to keep in mind when you go for these RIFs, they publish them annually. So in January, be paying attention and looking for, they're building the topic list and pushing them out uh, during the early months of the calendar year. What you need to pay attention to in this program specifically is that $3 million cap is only for RIF funding. So that rapid innovation funding bucket. You can add all kinds of options and in fact the policy encourages you to add options to your proposal. So maybe the base research and development to develop your prototype is $3 million but there's some new ground systems or additional applications and testing you can do above that $3 million, you can include that as a separate option in your proposal for another million, another $2 million, whatever it might be. And all you have to do, <laughs> like it's easy, but what you have to do is bring those interested customers and program offices to the table. So they don't have to do a new contract action. They can just fund the contract, that RIF, that's already been awarded to you. So there's a huge amount of opportunity there, and it's really focused on taking higher level TRL technology, developing it, tweaking it, and delivering it to a program office. So it's a really interesting program. Go and do some research and be looking for those topics as they come out. Final piece, final program, and again, this is for the DOD, is the Commercial Readiness Program. Years ago, Congress and leadership at the highest levels recognized that businesses struggle with this space, how to connect the dots. So the CRP is one program they have created to try and put you in front of different government customers, to show you different program offices, and really just get out there and network and find some opportunities to do commercialization. So just be aware, it's another tool that's out there, add that to your toolbox. Finally, be remiss if I didn't say thank you to New Mexico Fast for the opportunity to come on board and do you know, team up and do some videos. So thank you very much for the opportunity. If you haven't already, check out their website, check out their YouTube channel. They have a lot of other videos out there to help small businesses through this process. So thanks for watching everyone. <music>